this is Been There, Done That, Got the Podcast. Do you know what? I just realised then I sound a little bit like, hello, children. <laughs> so I go and say, what's, what's that thing they do? Jack and Nori. Uh, yes, Jack and Nori. Anyway, not about that. Um, I'm the other end of Jack and Nori now. I am in Maz. I'm not even in the middle. You've written down here in the middle of exam mm, health. I think you not might middle. Be the beginning. Nowhere near the middle. I'm just a third of the way through. And the worst thing is, double whammy, exam hell. I have GCSE and A-levels. And I know it's not the end of the world. And I'm really conscious um, about, it's not about me, it's about them. So I'm really conscious to try and not moan or say to them, you're being a nightmare. Have you said that you've been nope, a nightmare? No, yet? no, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. I've gone out of the car and you know, sort of Sweet. had a yeah, had a nervous breakdown in the car on my own. No, I, 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 it's really, really hard, isn't it? Because you want to just take all the pain away, but there's nothing you can do. I mean, you don't think that when you plan your kids. That mm. should be going in your family planning. That that should be when will their exams be? I tell you what, that is a form of contraception. <laughs> you should have. They should send children in do they do family planning classes probably not um to go and live with someone who's got teenage and I'm, I'm gonna say this i am gonna say this and i know it's really sexist and people are like no and to be fair i've only got an experience with a boy or a girl um and you've only got an experience with boys um but from speaking to friends girls i i, I i'm not I'm, I'm trying to be very careful about how i do this without offending anybody uh, girls are nightmares uh, no, so girls, I think, I don't know, and I, I think they're just slightly more difficult. Do you think it's because, uh, from what I can tell, from what friends have said, that uh, they're girls, and of course I haven't got them, although I am one, um, are much more anxious about the, the performance in the exam, and, and whereas lads maybe don't think so much about that you know the kind of Could attainment be. and perfectionism I don't know is that sexist I don't know I don't know and I wonder if it is also I think this also probably stems back to you know over the years of having teenage girls and doing lots and lots of research on it um girls and mothers especially if you're very close to your daughter have a really you, know, you are essentially their emotional punching bag but it's a very positive thing it's a very good thing. So the worse they are to you, the more horrible they are to you, it means the more they love you and the closer they feel to you. Oh. I don't know if someone just wrote that to make That's me feel better. It's a positive spin. It is a positive spin on it. And I think I'm just going to go with that. I'm going to take that. Tick, tick, tick. Um, but I definitely think that they have very different relationships. Well, I don't know. People who I know have girls tend to have different relationships with their daughters than the daughters do with their with their, their fathers. And it, it is that, you know, you know, a father can walk in and it'd be all chat chat nicely and you walk in and it's like, what are you doing in here? Why are you breathing? Genuinely, <laughs> do you have to breathe so loudly? No word of a lie. Genuinely, I've had chewing sadly. Please make me dinner. Please make me dinner. Why are you in the kitchen? You just asked me to make you do that why are you making so much noise uh, it's honestly it's um <laughs> this is going to be the longest month of your entire life six weeks marianne six weeks um <laughs> so i'm trying to i think the, the best thing actually is to just sort of distance it, it, it doesn't seem to work well i seem to you know and the anxiety as well i'm so anxious I'm so, i said that's good that doesn't really help, does it, either, actually, they're saying it out now. I said, no, anxiety, you know, being anxious is good. It's not anxiety. Or being nervous it, can be good. I don't know whether anxiety is ever really that good. I think, especially with exams, 
I don't know. I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I can't that long ago. Well, I do remember being horrifically nervous, you know, horrendous. But I don't think when we were, you know, 18, I mean, the word anxiety, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing, was it? I'm sure it was even a word. Well, I think it was, but it meant something very different. It wasn't you just, like you'd a... have exam nerves, wouldn't you? Totally. Call them exam nerves. And that, that is, I know it's a fine line, but I do think these days it's very easy, again, not being a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but, you know, that generation to go, I have anxiety. Nope. Just nervous. You're just nervous. Yes, and that's a good given thing. this particular instance. Yeah. If, you, if yeah. you weren't nervous, you would be like your brother and boys doing. Oh dear God. Oh dear God. <laughs> if he comes out of one more exam after an oh God, after an hour, I've smashed it, Mum. How long was the exam supposed to be? Oh God. That's your worst nightmare. Hour, actually. hour and forty-five minutes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Everyone yeah. else is still writing. Yes. I'm in the car. Yes. On the way home. Smashed it. Oh. You didn't smash it. You're oh not a doctor. God. Oh, I, it honestly, you know, especially if you've got a child who is neurodiverse and we were very, very worried about the exams. And I spoke to, I did speak to a very, very good friend of mine who is a child psychologist and said, what do I do? There is no revision going on. I, genuinely, you know, nothing. And she said, you just let it go. There is nothing you can do. They have to learn to fail at one point. And the more you shout at them, the more you try and cajole them, the more you try to bribe them. It's not going to work. They no. have to want to do it. At the age of 16, they have to want to do it. Um, and, yeah, anyway, let's have another chat in August when I'm sobbing on the floor because no one's got a school to go to. But apart from that, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. And they won't, you know, anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is. And, um, yes, there's, there's, there's always wine. There is always wine. Exactly. Yeah. I'll so save you. Yes. Well, I'm sort of whinging as well. I've been there, done that. Oh God, I'm so fed up of flipping bureaucracy and, and, and lunch hours. And I hate whinging about this, but this week, right, two things happened. I've been trying to get an appointment at my doctor's. It's actually for a smear test. And I couldn't I just couldn't do it online. It just wasn't allowing me to do it. So I had to call. Everyone's on their lunch break all the time. Well, it's surely on their lunch break for only an hour. But it's like what like there's three receptionists in that doctor's in in our doctors and i'm sure there are in most doctors are you at the same doctor as me i don't know i'm not naming oh, no no no, no i'm not naming no 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 okay, sorry we're trying to find anyway, yeah. i hate i hate whinging and yes i should have for the second time probably not called between the hours of one and and, and two thirty or whatever it was one and two but i did and i just thought Surely it's something as vital as a doctor's, and there are three receptionists. Why are they all having the lunch at the same time? Because some people have to take their lunch hour at a certain time, don't they? If you're in yep. an officer in a factory, say, yeah. and you're you need teacher. to ring the doctor or a teacher, you need to ring the doctor maybe about something embarrassing, like a smear test, because they always ask you what it's for. Yeah. Surely there should be someone between the hours of nine and five. That can take a call at a doctor's. Well, maybe it's because they work and they start at eight. My doctor's surgery starts at eight. I mean, God forbid you can't get through. No, at to eight. be fair, so does mine. But I you mean, don't forget that you'll never get through. Eight, eight till eight till but six. But then the other thing but, yeah, that, happened, right, right. that happened this week was um was I got this like urgent message from someone at my because we're, we're having to sell my mum's bungalow at the moment to, to pay for her care and um, there's all kinds going on and the solicitor rang and said, oh, you've got to put X. You've got to pay us X amount for this, that, and the other. We need it. We need it really, you know, quite urgently. 
and so I called them. They were all again. They're all on lunch. Everyone's on lunch, even though I'd just been told to call them straight away. So maybe there's only one of them. Maybe there's, there's not like one only one secretary. of them. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. And then, like, I go and try and post a parcel at the post office on a Saturday. You know, most people are working in the week. Most people have to go and do their chores on a Saturday. I go at, like, five past one to, to post a parcel, and they close at one. Do you post know, office. I know. I, find no, that... I don't mean a little post office. I mean a main post office. But what I also find weird, so... Obviously, where we live in, um, I'm going to change it to Snoozy Oaks. No, I'm not. Seven Oaks. <laughs> oh. um, so, obviously, you've got the, the main post office, which, as you say, is shut, shuts at one. Is it one? But then we've got the other post office that's in the in the little mini market. The mini market is open from like seven till, I don't know, ten o'clock at night. The one opposite the station. Yes. Yeah, that's only just become Sounds. a post office. It became, it? yeah, which is, I thought, Oh I'm my god, this is about so that. handy because you can park outside. Mm. This is awesome. Um, but that also post office also shuts at two o'clock. So it must be post office rules because they're still in there working. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, isn't well, it? Well, you kind of thought, you know what? In this day and age when AI is going to take over the world, wouldn't you think by now, like quite essential services would have worked out like that? You know, you might as well have a siesta. Well, wouldn't you think they'd have worked out? And I'm not talking about someone who's running their own business and there's only two of them in the office. I get that. Look, you know, lock up, go out, have your lunch break. Everyone needs a lunch break. I get it. But places like doctors or or solicitors or, or post office, don't wouldn't you? And our pharmacy before it was taken over by oh, someone yeah, else. Yeah. They closed for about two hours every day in the and, middle of the day. And when you've got also, to go and collect your drugs. Also shot on Saturdays. They yeah. used to shut on Saturdays it's at like, one o'clock. What? Seriously, why? Well, I, I know I sound like disgusted from Tunbridge Wells, but why? Oh, why? Discarded from Seven Oaks. No, um, I, I think as well. When you think about how you know we're all striving to go toward a more flexible working schedule, surely there are people that would want to work from like seven to one, or from you know, do you could? I don't know. I don't know. Talking out my ass now, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to say. I'm not that bothered about this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just just fast forward. I, but I'm, what I wanted I to ask people was time. what's been your most frustrating computer says no moment? That's really interesting because mine isn't... Oh, uh, actually, I did say too early, didn't I? When I was trying to book a... Change my call in lockdown. And I spent... I clocked it 56 hours on the phone one week. And in the end, I mean, can you imagine being really really menopausal and actually at that point I was all it really menopausal not even perimenopausal like properly well obviously it's one day when you're menopausal allegedly isn't there um but in the absolute and I just used to sit on the phone and just cry it was I, I remember sitting outside it was awful anyway but anyway that's probably my worst it's always HRT related to this because I remember absolutely tearing my hair out when um I went to almost every pharmacist in, in Seven Oaks and beyond looking for my patches. Remember when, oh, remember yeah. when the patches just ran out? I think they're, they're I just think, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I know. That, it's, it, what I, I mean, it's hard for them, isn't it? Because they deal with it all the time. And obviously, to each person, your prescription is of vital importance. But to them, it must be a bit like white noise. Because mm. it's a yours important. Yeah, so is his, so is his, so is his. Yeah. No F's given. Yeah. In, in a way, I mean, yeah. they can't get completely worked up about everybody's. We're like, this is so important for me. 
So I was reading um, this week. It was a, it was a little feature in the, in the mail that did make me chuckle. Um, it's a six year old, old writer. Her name's Olivia Fain. Hello, Olivia. Um, and she did this feature about saying she openly flirts with younger men. Um, she says it's her secret power. It gives them confidence, um, and she's doing it in not in a pervy way. So she opens this feature with she's gone to Normandy or something on holiday. And she's, you know, um, driving on the wrong side of the road, as you do. And she's stopped by these three young police officers with guns saying, you're driving in the wrong lane or the, the wrong side of the road. And she says, so, so she decides to flirt with them. So she said, instead of getting, you know, all uppity about it, she just said to them in French, you, you three are all really good looking. And apparently they loved it. And she says, flirting with younger men is both innocent and conspiratorial and says men don't hear compliments enough and they react to them in a different way that women do. What say you? A uh, big load of bullshit. Do you flirt with younger men? No, I don't. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't think I'd know how. I don't think. I don't think I'm a... No, I don't. I don't think I'm a flirty person. Uh, I would. I don't. I don't really know how to flirt. I, I, I have that said. To, I don't know how to flirt. Do you think it's because if it was if it was a man flirting with a younger woman, that would be considered lechy, wouldn't it? I still would feel if I if I did it. So if you think like I'll tell you who. For example, I'm trying to think of what's an example of flirting, and I think this is probably you know like to the to the nth degree. Um, Kim Cattrall in um. Uh, Sex and City. Oh yeah, she's Samantha Jones. Samantha. I mean, that to me is. I mean, it makes me want to be a little bit sick in my mouth. The way the she. The thing is, though, if a man. woman flirts with a man, an older woman, she's called a cougar. What's the name? What's the name for a man who flirts? An older man, a lech. Interesting, isn't it? I suppose. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Or what about? Here's the thing. What about if you flirt with an older man? As a younger woman, I mean, we're we're struggling now at the top end of the scale here. The people, you know, they're not. Wouldn't that be like a bit sugar daddy, daddy, sugar daddy? Do they call that? I don't, darling, I think our sugar daddy days are well over. <laughs> We'd be flirting with someone. I know from we're, the afterlife. We're basically flirting we'd have to have with a seance. corpses. No, we basically would be like literally legging around the old people. <laughs> Hello. Oh, you look, oh, you look good in that wheelchair. Oh my Stanley. god, stop. Oh my god, stop. Oh, Make god. it stop. Make it stop. I think I, I no. just thought it was quite fascinating that she oh. she felt it was confidence giving to the to the young man because she wasn't a threat to them and she felt it made her feel good about herself in an innocent way. I think I just feel a little bit sore. I don't know. A, I don't know how to flirt. B, I would have so little interest in flirting with a young man. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to flirt and I, I wouldn't know, I don't know if someone's flirting with me. Obviously people don't flirt with me because there's no point in flirting with me, but I don't, I don't know. I just think it's weird. I talk to men, I think, the same as I would talk to a woman. Yes, yeah, so do I. I would like to think that I, I couldn't read the signals of people flirting with me, but I actually think people just don't flirt I think with it's, me. I think it's... I bet they flirt with you. I don't think they do. I, I don't notice. I don't notice. I really genuinely... If someone talks to me, I presume it's because... And they do. I don't, yeah, they do talk to me, but I, I would assume that it would be because I'm an interesting person. 
Moving on. Would you say to a young man, would you say, oh, that shirt looks lovely on you? Or would you think twice in, in case it was interpreted as you're hitting on him? No, I would 100% say. Do you know what I wouldn't say? Here's a really interesting thing. If he was really good looking, I wouldn't. Because I think he would then assume I was hitting on him when literally I'm just complimenting him on his shirt. But if he was sort of an average looking-ness... Absolutely, and also that's if it was terrible, cat. So Why? anyone now who you've <laughs> ever paid a compliment to, it's like I'm ugly. <laughs> I'm just your average Joe. Cat okay. said she liked my shirt. Oh god. Oh but god. She thinks I'm not oh, good looking. God. No, no. I yeah, just but think... that's interesting in itself, isn't it? That you're not going to compliment someone that you think's good looking. No, no, no. It's not that. I don't want them to assume. I am flirting with them because I think good looking people assume that everyone who talks to them is only talking to them because they they think they're attractive mm. do you not think? I don't know I don't know I just know to be honest with you okay right. I suppose, uh, the, I... I suppose the, the, the point this woman is making is she, she don't I suppose she don't give a toss does she? she feels now confident that she's right. 60 and what she's saying is just for fun to be fair fair enough uh ask me again in 10 years but right now would I flirt with a 40 year old man I'd have absolutely no reason to uh but I said she doesn't do it though I don't know I just think I come across as a little bit like another instance she gave was that she heard she heard a guy saying oh I'm going to Turkey to have my teeth done and she she said you don't need your teeth doing you've got beautiful teeth yeah, but did he have, if she did, if, right, so if he, if he had beautiful teeth and he did genuinely didn't need them doing, well then fair play. But if he, if he were just saying it to make him feel better, then that's bollocks. Because, well, he probably, if he needed his teeth, get his teeth done, mate. <laughs> Off you if, go. If you get want to that next flight, if you want to get your teeth done, get your teeth done. But it's interesting, isn't it? The, I and also, what's the definition Here's the thing mm. of flirting. flirting. You yeah. see, for me, it would have to be so overt, and for someone to be overtly sexual. If I, if you, oh god, actually, we should practice this. <laughs> Try to get, ask what I think my concept of flirting with. I'd probably have a restraining order against me because that I do. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't well, know. Well, what would you say oh, to be god. flirting? Oh god. What, what sort of things flirt? <gasps> I suppose if somebody said to you, "Wow, you've got beautiful lips," whereas if someone said. I like the colour of your lipstick. Well, a bloke probably wouldn't say that, would they? I like the colour of your lipstick. What shade is it? Oh, I don't know. Now we're going down. I don't know. I, I wouldn't... I don't know. I don't know. Because you get compliments. People, and I just assume it's because they're being nice. Mm. Don't look at me like that. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. Because I reckon you probably get a lot of people... No, I... I reckon you probably do get people... I don't think they're flirting. Them. I just think they're being... I just think I've got... A, as We were talking about this earlier, and I just said I think I've got a friendly face. I think that's it. Mm. Yeah. I think right, it. listen, is flirting with younger men pervy or liberating? Do you think, here's a question, do you think though, ah, this I think, herein lies the rub. Yeah. Is this, I think it depends surely, when if you're flirting for a cause or a reason or just have a little bit of fun. So if you want to take this flirting in a certain direction... Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. Basically, if you fall asleep with them, then flirting has a very different, I don't know, very different, what's the word I'm looking for? Different connotations? Yeah. A different connotation. If you're just flirting to make yourself feel better, it's just a little bit of banter, and isn't this nice? 
then it's, then is that flirting? Is that flirting? Surely if you only flirt with someone if there is an end goal, an end game that mm. you would like to be playing. Trust me. We, I'm sorry, we've gone down a very deep dive hole here, haven't we? Anyway. Basically, yeah, is it okay to do it? Is it okay to be Samantha Jones? Oh, that, she didn't flirt. That, well, I mean, it she was, no, did. I mean, she's full on basically, yeah. What? That's flirting. Dry pumping a bloke, wasn't what? she? No. Actually, what? good honour though. I like her. She's one, she's my, I love her. And there we go. Yeah. And there we go. There we go, you see. But what I struggle with is that in order to give them confidence, it doesn't matter. I don't know because I don't do it. I talk but, to them. But flirting as a man is different to flirting with a woman, uh, flirting as a woman. Flirting as a man, I think, is still seen as okay. You know, if you go what? down, like if you go down, I don't know, if you go down the, the, the shop and ask for a, 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 a right. bloke serves you and you're bantering with him. Yes. That's kind of just seen as normal, isn't it? Yes, that's not flirting. If you have banter... I, I don't think you I know what flirting is. You want extra onions with that, love? Uh, you, know, you know, it's all a bit bantering. Oh, I like that. Yeah, but that's I don't mind that. No, I don't mind that. No. I don't think we know what flirting is, Maz. I, I think we are I so sheltered. Know. Oh, we need God, a lesson. Anyway, I think we should move on now. Yes. Move on, move okay. on Kat, to whinge. our fashion whinge. You're whinging. Again? Well, I don't know if I am whinging. Why? I th- Well, because I think we were talking together about this weren't we it was about shorts yes because i i am short averse i don't like shorts i think they make me look like a boy scout i well this is interesting isn't it uh yes and because we were talking about them because i saw a picture of you in them and you look nice in them and the weather's got better yeah the fact that it's just started raining Mm, apart from that um i am i am going to and i said this a couple of years ago and i didn't do it and now i'm back in the game this summer, I'm getting the shorts out. And interestingly, because obviously I am the big 5 was the big, I am 50, was the big 5 Still are the big 5 I know, I know, it's not going away, is it? But I'm not 51, so I'm 50. Yeah. Um, and I just think that it's one of those things that you see on one list, you know, shouldn't wear a mini skirt, shouldn't wear shorts, shouldn't wear knees, blah, 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 on over a certain age, women shouldn't do this, which we all know is a load of baloney. Um, and I just think this year, I don't want, and I've said this before a couple of times, I don't want my 75-year-old self to look back and go, I, I mean, literally, when my knees are sort of, you know, like, spooky, you know, like, sort of, like, sliding down my legs into my ankles, I don't want to think, why the hell did you not wear shorts? Do you sometimes look at your 25-year-old self when you're like, oh, I'm so fat, I can't do that. You look back and go, oh, yeah, totally. Get a bloody grip. You look at yourself and you think, I thought I was fat. Yeah. Or I thought I had bad knees. Or I thought, I don't know anything. You're so critical. You know, oh, I thought I had a big tummy. Ugh. So I don't want myself. I think this year, getting out the shorts. I'm getting out the shorts. I won't be singing along with it, I promise. But you were telling me the new short rules. Well, they're not rules, but just how to wear them in a more flattering way, weren't you? So I think there are certain ways in which to wear them. And you made a really good point, actually. I showed you a cord. So I've got, um, it's a picture. I will put the picture up. Uh, and Maz said, well, they're not short. That's a play suit. And I said, uh, same thing. Same, like, shorts. It just looks, yeah, I suppose it just looks more like a flirty little dress to me. So I think that the, the point that you made as well is that you find it easier or you would find the concept of a sh- of shorts easier to wear if you if they match, if it, if it looked like a play suit. Yeah, rather than like, you know, a t-shirt tucked into a, a short. The only time I think that sort of works is when they're denim, denim shorts. You said that wouldn't work on me. But I also, I think it's the shape of the shorts. Mm. And I think... For me, for many and the weight people, of the material, interesting, a stiff material. Yes. No, 
that does have Boy Scout connotations. So it's the fluidity of the fabric. Oh, nicely. Fluidated there, Kat. I've been practising. Um, I think that, so I think if it's if they are more, um, I'm going to say A-line, but if there's more volume in the shorts, not regular sound, Voluminous great, shorts. Voluminous shorts, pantaloons. <laughs> oh, knicker box, we've oh, done God. that. Oh, God, no, let's knicker not go down that again. Um, and actually, for, for lots of people, for many people, actually, the knees aren't the most flattering. So if you've got longer shorts, if you basically doesn't look great uh because you just go straight into knee if you've got if you haven't got great calves so for me and i know for lots of people my sort of the half of my thigh from my knee up to just under my bum um actually is quite good it's quite shapely um so i think a short that fits that stops there is actually more flattering than let's say a midi a mini dress which sits just on the top of my knees. Do you know what I was thinking the other day? I'm no. slightly digressing from the shorts. I just thought, when was the last time I wore anything that was even on the knee or slightly above the knee? Because I don't mind my lower leg. And I just thought, I'm, I've swamped myself in middies and maxis for like years. I don't think most of my friends have ever seen my lower leg. I remember when you used to wear them. But when are they coming back? Because I would quite, I wouldn't mind a kind of, I wouldn't wear a mini, but I'd wear, I'd wear something that was maybe on the knee or even slightly above the knee. And then I was thinking, oh, I'm a too old for that though now. I'm a too old for that. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. I've not, I've not worn that sort of thing for to years be fair, and years. I, okay, I'm going to throw it out there, but actually I think that, that length is probably possibly now unless it's like a pencil skirt as in um the apprentice styley mm. uh if it's sort of like flared exactly i'd love to see you in that though that would give me the, <laughs> all the lols um it, i think it, it it can be slightly not aging but it's not it's not the most current look i don't know try it and we'll see no actually but i think you go a bit shorter like a do you know what? I, I think for me, the key to wearing something short is to actually keep it quite flared. That's why I'd say. Because I've got weightlifter's thighs. So what that does, if you keep it flared, what that does, it actually, A, hides a multitude of sins. But B, because of the, when you move, um, the, the, the skirt moves with you and it creates shadows. So actually it creates shadows lower down. So it sort of hides and it's a little bit more disguising. It disguises sort of your knees or lower thigh if you don't like it. Rather than something that's pencil thin, you know, like really clingy. And then it's literally, all you can see is the knee. Mm. So actually, you know, your attention is drawn to the volume, the movement of the fabric of your skirt or your short, um, rather than shit knees. I mean, I've got knees that basically have baby Les Dawson's in them. Honestly. That's your so famous saying. It is. But I swear baby to Les God. Baby Les Dawson knees. It's literally, I have got, if you imagine Les Dawson as a baby, which I'm sure he didn't look the same, but imagine him just, you know, with a little tiny miniature knee-shaped knee face. They are my knees. And I've I've sort of got over it. I sort of don't give a shit anymore. No, why put, should you? Put some fake tan on them and they'll be fine. Um. So yeah. So but and also, but the shorts I've got is the fabric. So um, I'll show you them. But they are the most amazing cheesecloth. And oh, I also, love cheesecloth. Yeah, really. Well, you're flattering. wearing a cheesecloth top today, and it's gorgeous. Sorry. Um. But also, I think they've got a thick elastic with a drawstring waistband which yeah. is so flattering yeah, 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 it yeah. acts like a girdle and you can wear it sort of not high up but sort of you know like on your stomach 
um, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and then you've got these sort of more flared shorts rather than, uh, you know, sort of denim style, more fitted short, or God forbid, like a cargo short or a city short. I oh, mean, no. One, oh. The, one of those with the crease down the oh, middle. Oh, dig. I've got no time for that. I personally... Oh, one of those with pockets on. Yeah, personally. On the got, front. My shorts, though, have got pockets, but because there's volume in them, it's okay. Mm. I no, I mean, per, you know, yeah. massive big pockets sewn on them. Oh, God, why? Oh, as like a cargo. cargo. They're not right on a short, I don't think. I think you would look like a cub. <laughs> or a squat. That, that was a young scout. I'd look like a weightlifting cub. A weight a cub nice. scout. A weightlifting cub scout. There's a there's a sitcom in that somewhere. Oh god. Well there you go. That's with that's with the shorts. Okay. Would so, you can we do a poll there? Go on then. Would you or would you not wear shorts? Will you? Or will you not wear shorts? I think that should be a question. Well, any sort of short. Yeah, any sort of short. I'm not fussy about the shorts. They can wear whatever shorts they want. Okay. And at whatever age. But I think some people love shorts. And I know people, I've said to this before. I remember Trini and I had a conversation about a couple of years ago. She said, you know, and I said this a couple of years ago, that I'm getting out the shorts. I don't care. And she said, right, I'm going to do it as well. I don't think she did. But I'm going to get her to do it this year. I think that if, you know, people have gone, I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing. Try a new style of shorts. It might just work. I, I might I might do it on holiday. I mean, I know I won't do it at all. But if I were to do it, it would be on holiday. I would not walk down the street, a UK street, oh. in a short. Okay. I'm throwing in a caveat here. Go on. It's got to be bloody warm. I'm not wearing it when it's cold. I mean, it has to be. It's so hot, I can't wear anything on my legs. Uh, please, caveat. Like, not 18 degrees. We're talking when it hits 30. I know, but I wear a dress. Yeah, but shorts would be even cooler. I don't know. So, it's never going to get... Well, actually, it might. You never know. It, oh, it, oh, it will. We'll, we'll, see, have, we'll, we'll have a week. We'll Wade a week. into the shorts debate, people. Right, let's move on to our me, me some threesome. I'm, I'm going to stop doing that as well, because we sound like... Hello, campers. <laughs> Bit of Ruth Maddox. Oh, I love her. Oh, I, I loved her, loved her. She oh. thought she passed away last year, didn't she? Yeah, right, go on. Right, I am moving very neatly on from the shorts. Yeah. Staying with cheesecloth. Actually, just because I've got cheesecloth on today, white. I am suddenly all over white. It sort of signifies summer, doesn't it? It's like getting the sandals out. It's like cracking out the sandals cracking out the white now I had always been quite um, scared of white I don't know why probably because loads of white things I thought would stain I don't know I do you know what I don't really know why I was just a bit worried about getting them dirty I don't know why I just suddenly realized I can use the washing machine white's meant to be the best color you can ever wear if you've got a hangover no shit Sherlock I didn't even knew that mm. it's just meant to absolutely sort your face out sort your hangover face out I don't know why. don't know the is science it, behind oh, it, it. Well, it must be something to do with reflecting and oh, okay. putting a bit of light back into your face. Oh, hang on. So it just makes you look better. It doesn't make you feel better. It doesn't make you feel better. You oh, feel I... like crap, aren't you? Well, that's what I thought. I thought no, it makes you look better to oh, the outer world. Okay. Mm. okay. So I, damn, I thought it was going to be magic. I was like, oh my God, it's got magic. <laughs> Wear white and then you won't throw up. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> no headache. Wear white. Um, no, so I love, so I have got on today... Today, today, today. You said you love this. I do love it. I saw you uh, walk through the door and I was like, that has just got 
everything I like about a shirt because it's not heavy. I love cheesecloth anyway. In yeah. fact, I've got cheesecloth. That is that the same make? I've got the same brand, and we didn't know this before you turned up. The same brand from Nearby. It's Nearby. N R B Y. Nearby. Nearby. You've got the same brand on. Um, it's the same fabric. But it's a dress. It's a dress. Exactly the same fabric because I love cheesecloth. So do I. I think it dates back from my youth. Remember yeah. you used to have those cheesecloth browsers and they had those little ties at yes. the waist and you'd tie them. With a bit of embroidery at the There'd top. A, sometimes a bit of embroidery. Oh, yeah. Sometimes just plain. Smocking as well. Smocking. And, and, but you'd, you'd show off, wouldn't you? And you'd, you'd tie them really tight around your waist back in the day. You know, they'd come with two yeah. little ties. And it's that sort of cheesecloth. I just think it's really easy to wear. It doesn't crease. It doesn't need ironing. It and I think also because it's, it's soft. got because it's got a texture in it. If you do get a mark on it because of the shadow, because of the texture, you can't see it as much. You get the dinner down. It don't matter. At, well, it depends what you're eating. Absolutely love it. Eating. So I have to say, this is a shirt. This shirt that I've got on. I'll put a link up. Does come with matching shorts. Of oh, the yes, that's, that's, that's who about the you. Shorts. I know, I know, I know. And yeah, it's um it's I I love it. I've also got it in a actually a royal blue, which is stunning. Perfect royal for Royal yeah. blue. And actually you can mix and match. I think if you if you're gonna do the shorts, go back to the play suit thing, if you mix and match your textures. Textures. So if your texture are the same, you stay with the same textures. I think that can also work. So I'm going for white. I've also this week bought, um, I bought white trousers. And I bought white trousers, Maz. You have gone big in for white. Yes. Because last week you wore white to the BAFTAs, didn't I you? Wore, I was on this morning this week and I wore a white, white a white skirt and top. Again, cheesecloth. I'm, I'm going in. I'm, the 70s are called. Yeah. And they want the cheesecloth back. I am feeling cheesecloth this summer. White cheesecloth. All over it, so comfy, and it's you know, it's a real classic blue as well. Cheesecloth. I like blue cheesecloth like as well. Yes, I do, I do. Yes, but so cheesecloth yourself up in white. Cheesecloth it up. So I am reading. I mean, I'm I don't really do self help books, hmm. but I know this um, very good writer Emma Gannon. Um, she's a Sunday Times bestselling author. Cause she's only in her thirties. She's absolutely incredible. Wow. And she's written this self-help book called The Success Myth: Letting Go of Having It All. And it's actually so well written, so well researched. Such a nice light touch. It's not woo woo. It's not full of daft manifestation type things, which you know I loathe. And at the end of every chapter, she just has like a little section where you chapter kind of reflection. Yeah, you just kind of ask yourself, are you this, are you that? And it's just helpful. So this was about ambition. So Ooh. she'll ask you at the end, there'll be like four or five questions. How has your relationship with ambition changed over the years? It's just it's just very, very good. And um she's she sent this to me because she's she she knew I, you know, she read the piece I did about my um, burnout um, last year. And I think she basically, at, at some point in her life, was on, was on the cusp of it as well, which always surprises me with younger people. But when I wrote my piece, a lot of feedback I got was, was, was from younger people. So I'm talking even 20s, 30s. Wow. Um, to, to say, you know, oh, I can, I can identi already identify these traits in myself. Have you met her? No. She's great. I love this. So, so each chapter is about, it's called the success myth, and each chapter has something else. So it's yeah. the happiness myth. Yeah. The you are your job myth. Yeah. 
the productivity myth, yeah. the celebrity myth, the yeah. happiness myth, the yeah. money myth. I love this. She quotes loads of different people. She's, she's researched it really well. The ambition myth. Yeah. And and it's basically, you know, um, people, you know, it starts off with, um, I can't remember who the quote was by, but it was, it was somebody who was a, exceptionally successful in their field, but it was never enough for them. It was never enough. They were always comparing themselves to the next level up. And even though, you know, they almost couldn't have gone much higher and, and it's the perceptions that we have of ourselves. Well, I think also with people who are very successful, there is that whole um, uh, imposter syndrome, yeah, which I think ties in with the fact that you think, I've not done enough, I need to achieve more, I need to achieve more because what I'm doing, there is imposter syndrome. Yeah. You think, if I get to the next level, I won't have that. If I get to the next level, it will definitely be gone. Yeah. And it's all rubbish. That is so interesting. The success myth will give you the belief and tools to walk away from having it all. Yeah. I, I mean, there have been books in the past about having it all and can you, can't you, can yes. you, can't you. But what I like about this one is it's just done in such a... Some of these books make my toes curl. And this is done in such an an intelligent, informative way, almost in like a Malcolm Gladwell way, in, in a way. I've no idea who that is. Well, well that's for another day. Okay. But she, I just thought, oh, what did I underline there? Now I make, Maz underlined, now I make sure I am aware of the things I feel I need versus what I actually do need. Yeah, you underline that. Yeah. But, it's a, but yes. it, honestly, there's just so some true. Of the things she said, and I just thought, you know what? You're right. I think some of the books can tend to be a little bit preachy. Yes, and and this isn't this, from what I've read. Yeah, it just no. seems really down to earth and yeah, actually very, very, very easy to consume. Yeah, almost like a manual. You know, you could just yeah. do a little bit of it and think, oh yeah, you know what? It's really relatable from what I've read already. Yeah. I think, oh, do you know what? I like this. I like this. It's very good yeah. and it's new, and I think it'll do really well. So it's Emma Ooh. Gannon, the success myth. Letting go of having it all. I love it. It's great. Alan de Botton yeah. says, highly comforting, gently reminds us that it is what we are, not what we do, that will always ultimately count. And that word gently is 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 it for me because she's not yes. she's not ramming it down my throat or coming up with 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 ridiculous promises. Well some of them could be so patronizing. Patronizing. Well. I yeah. can't bear that. And right. this is not that. So go and read it. Can I just tell you a little funny something about Alain de Botton? Yeah. So I, this is years ago now, uh, he's got a house in Suffolk, in uh, very, very near ours. Um, his house is, yeah, significantly different and larger and Everyone's stunning. Everyone's got a house near you. No, only Alain de Botton. Oh, and Bill Nighy. Um, so um, he, we were at uh, Thorpe Ness Country Club and we were playing bingo. And there were him and his family, <laughs> lovely wife, two boys. And um, my kids were like, yeah, come bingo, bingo, let's go, let's go. They'd never played bingo before. It was... Your lads or him? No! Alan de Botton and his family had... Oh. Oh. What were they doing then? Well, they were... It was a combination of fascination and being ever so slightly horrified. Yeah, his children so and mine... being really clever doesn't help you play bingo, does it? It couldn't understand... What do you do? Cross the number off. And what else do you do? No, 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 just cross the number off. That's it. Yep, that's it. And that's the game. Yep, that's it. Was he was charming, and his boys was like, I mean, they, they, you can see they wanted to add all the numbers up, or they just no, just so bloody clever for your own. Get God. your dabber. Oh, that's it. Dab it. Shout out. That's I, all you need. I always remember. My Monty must have been. He said, "Do you have dabbers?" 
and his face. And you can see he's like, oh God, get this child away from me now, please. Oh, believe and what? That. Do you have a dabber? Have you got a dabber? Oi, Alan. Uh, oh God. And I, and I totally didn't know who he was. Anyway, it was, it was, um, yeah. And people we were with like, do you know who that is? And I was like, no. Obviously, it's like, it's Alan de Bonton. And I was like, who? He can't like, play bingo. Yeah. He's rubbish oh, at bingo. Like, Whoever he is, he can't play bloody bingo. Um, anyway, it was very funny. Oh, and I'm sure, that story. I'm sure he's been back many times. Yeah, he's learned now. Yes. Anyway, there we go. Right. Who's on, next? Then. You're next. Oh, it's me. I'm next. So, going back to why I'm loving whites. Why didn't used to wear white was because I am essentially Casper the Friendly Ghost. Very pale. Very, very pale. So I love a fake tan. You know. I, all right. Okay. Yeah. But I did love a fake tan, but I was, uh, you know, I, I was a fan of a mousse and a spray tan. Um, but You've they, done all the tans, I've basically, done, haven't you? You name it, I've yeah. tanned it. Um, and they come off on your sheets. I mean, I've tried them all. Drops, I mean, everything. Anyway, I then discovered, I think I discovered it last summer, actually. It's Gatineau. And I know, before anyone messages us and says, she's already mentioned that. I have mentioned this before, but it's so good. And I've been asked so many times about it. Apparently now I look very brown. Um, what are you using? Because have you been on holiday? I did go to Italy and it rained. Um, so the Gatineau Golden Glow Gradual Tan. But they brought it out and it looks like the most ridiculously large. Um, it's like a vat of it. Well, it's a litre. Oh, So it sounds God. like a lot. How long is that going to last you? A week? No. <laughs> You're always bobbing the tan on. Rude. No. That's going to last you until the day you die. Look at the size You of say it. that. So what you do when you go away, you decant it into something smaller. Well, we've had that conversation We've had, we've had that conversation. Um, so, but basically, it's I put it on pretty much every day. I, three days out of four, I will put it on as a moisturiser. Yeah, but doesn't it build up and so you end up looking like... No. Because... Benidorm. No, because what you do is you scrub... Yeah, I've got a body brush. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll, I've got a new body brush, actually. Oh, I'll bring that next week. everything new, got you? Well, when it comes to this, I do because yeah, I've, I've practised. Yeah. Um, but it, A, it doesn't streak. B, it's a really light colour so you can build up the coverage. So when you think, oh, little bit... Exactly, little bit David Dickinson, you just hold off for a day. Plus, you made me sniff you before. And yes. It, and it's not... No, that it's not or a horrible smell. Is no, it? I'm smelling my arm now. No, it's really it's it's not it's not no it's not a strong fragrance at all. But it just is. So I don't know anyone who has used it and who hasn't has come to me and believe me when I recommend something, I will always get people come to me and say, by the way, that was shit. Thank you. But this time, I have never ever had anybody. Obviously, I will now say. Just say it for the hell of it. Get well, to know Golden Glow Gradual, gradual Tan. Tan. It's, and also, it doesn't come off on your sheets. And with white, it doesn't come off on your clothes. Woohoo! Amazing. Right, so this is something I haven't realised that we've... Well, I haven't spoken about it, but you have, because you use on it. On here? I have know, I? but I, no, I, I don't, I don't so. know. I think you might have, but I've, disco I've discovered this, and I'm slightly obsessed. I got sent them, so I'm telling you that now. I got sent them. And um, I absolutely love them. I love them so much. So what it is is... Spit it, spit it, it out. It, but, 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 it's by Revive, or is it Revive? I don't know. It's Revive know. Active. Revive I, Active. What can I say? Sorry, I just have to say, I actually work with them. So Oh, okay. So I can't really comment on this. Oh, well, don't comment okay. on it. I don't work with them. But this stuff is absolutely fantastic. Beauty Complex. It is called... 
Yeah, just revive out. active beauty complex. But it's a vitamin that you dissolve in water it's super, and it's got... It's a super supplement. Can you say that? It's okay. a super su- yeah, super supplement. Okay, well, I can correct it's a su- you. All right, it's a super supplement with eight active ingredients, which work together to support the skin, hair, and nails. I said it, and cat. I can't believe this. Right, so as you know, it's a powder. You, it's one a day. You just bob it into some water, and it actually tastes really nice. That's point one because a lot of this stuff that you yeah. taste, you have to kind of hold your nose and gag. It's like Five Alive, isn't it? Do you remember Five Alive? Oh, Five Alive! Isn't yeah, it like, isn't it like Five so Alive? So this is orange. I think they do oh, it in it? another one. Mine's orange. I think. Oh, it I... tastes like orange for me. Oh no, orange and pineapple. Oh, it's lilt. Orange and pineapple. It's lilt. Totally topical, tropical taste. Lilt. Anyway, so what it does is supports your skin, your hair, and your nails. It's got hyaluronic acid in. There's some frightening stat about how you lose like 80% of your hyaluronic acid by the time you're 50. You are. Hyaluronic. You are. Hyaluronic. You are. Oh, why are we saying everything wrong? (laughs) Hyaluronic. Have a look, what have I said? Hyaluronic. Not that. Hyaluronic? No. What's hyaluronic? Oh, hyaluronic. Yeah, no. Oh, I can't say it. And it's got marine collagen. Oh, I can't say this. Phytoceramides. Ceramides? Yes. I don't know what biotin is. Anyway, long story short, I've had to cut my flipping nails twice in two weeks. My nails have gone like Jack and the Beanstalk. Ooh! That must say something. That is a biotin. So the biotin of your hair and nails. Biotin. What's biotin then? Biotin. I don't know. A biotin of this because it's good. Biotin. I don't know. It's it's a it's a thing. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's it's a thing, and it helps your hair and nails. I have been taking it for three years. I started it in lockdown. Three years. Yep. I take it religiously, and my hair. I've never been able to grow my hair this long, ever, and I swear it's because of that. Wow. Yep. Anyway, I'm loving it. I am loving, loving, loving it. How long have you been taking it? For about three weeks. Oh, that's really... You should. And honestly, instantaneously. And I'm not just saying this. I mean, it might be because the weather's got a bit better, but it hasn't really. My nails have gone bonkers. Has my hair got longer? Is my hair all suddenly long? No, it doesn't. It's not... not, You're not girl's world. (laughs) It doesn't work like that. It's like that combo as well. Um, we're going to run out. Well, we're going to repeat things, aren't we? Because yeah, there's we only are. so many things to talk about. Um, I don't know about my nails. I'm often asked about my nails, but because I have my stick ons, I don't give the nails a chance. Okay. The, the nails are just literally, no, I, I don't. I can't. But I just, it's also I don't know for that. your skin. And, and yeah. So I will say. I'm happy that, with it. I'm happy with it, Kat. For me, the skin thing, I know I said I wasn't going to say about it, but I'm just going to, I'm going to give a, just a fact. I used to get the most horrific hormonal spots. What, round your chin and yeah. stuff? Uh, so, yeah, I don't get them anymore. Anyway. Anyway, we're loving it. So, go on, it, you move it, on. It. Right. Okay, this is the first and only time I am ever going to do something vaguely uh, cultural. Is it, can I say, yeah, as in, as in basically I'm being Marianne for the week. I'm not cultural. Uh, can we just look at the books you read and the books I read? I mean, things I watch on TV, things you watch? Leaving it there. Okay, out of the two of us, there's a bar. I'm very, very low. You well, you limbo easier. dance under the under the under the bar of flipping, yeah, low, low, brow, don't you? Yeah. Okay, basically, I'm somewhere. There's a low brow bar, and then there's me. We're talking literally. drag bingo musicals, okay. and you do them all in one night. What? 
Yeah, drag bingo musical ABBA. ABBA's not low. I, 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 uh, I wouldn't slag ABBA off. Okay. Wrong JV? Very low. There we go, you see. We can go low. Uh, love it, Love Island. Oh, Actually, yeah, I've gone okay. off Love Island. You see? The yeah. bar is low. Limboing under that bar. Yeah. So, this week, though, I am high... What am I doing? High vault. Do you know what you call it? What's a high vault? Because I'm also not very sporty. What? A, uh, oh! Oh, you're pole doing... Vaulting. You're pole vaulting, pole vaulting over the bar of culture. Oh, well, of, of taste, Okay, I go on, I'm then. raising that bar. High jumping. I'm pole vaulting over it. Yeah. No, I'm not high jumping. I can go higher. I'm pole vaulting. Okay, you're using a big stick to jump over it. Chelsea Fowlshow. Yeah, Chelsea Flower Show. Yeah. I mean, you only have to walk around some nice gardens, though. No. Not being funny. Okay. But it's full of people that are there to talk about plants and gardens (laughs) and things. And they, you know, and yeah. It's so nice. I've only ever been once. Oh, it's really... I loved it. It's gorgeous. And there are... Do you know what I'm going to say now, though? This is awful. I'm going to say they always... They're really nice gardens to look at, but they always have really nice areas to sit and have a glass of champagne. There you go. Okay, fine. I just, yeah. Oh, God. I, I will look at the gardens. And I, I, the chance of me talking about plants are not high. Do you ever, so here, here, here you go. Do you ever look at the gardens and take inspiration from them and then come home and do something with your own garden? Absolutely not. Or no. do you just go and have a glass of champagne? I go and I admire it. I mean, that's a little bit like going to an art gallery and saying, am I going to go home and buy a picture that looks like that? No, I go and I just appreciate it. I Fair appreciate enough. the work they've put into them. I love the show gardens. And then I go, which one do I like best? Not, do I want that? Out? I do sort of fantasise and think, if I was a squidillion billionaire, mm. which one of these would I like at my in my house? But I don't do anything about it, No. Do you go into that tent area where they sell the plants and buy some? Do not be ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Loads of people do that. They do. They? On the last day, they go feral. Say, top tip, go on the last day. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that. I've never done it. But you still are... haven't done it, but you've watched from afar drinking a glass of champagne while people buy up the plants. Yeah, absolutely. And I look and think, how the hell are you going to get that at home, I know. dickhead? Like an absolute like, load yeah. of dahlias yeah. on the tube. No. So no, I don't do that because I get them home and A, if I did buy anything, they would sit on the patio until they died. So if I, I mean, that, that's it basically. There isn't, a, there isn't a B because that's what would happen. Yeah. I'm going to raise you now. What? On the garden front. What you so doing? I have, for the first time ever, made something from something in my garden. So I put it out there last week. I was like, what do I do? This wild garlic has suddenly sprung up into our garden. That I don't even think I don't even think we've planted it. Nick said, I talked to Nick about it last week actually. He said it started with like two plants. No, I think he did. Did he plant it? Because yeah. we were like, did we plant this? I can't remember. Well he told me he did. He said and then it's just grown. It's, it's gone mad. Can you see I can it? See, it's gorgeous. It's very nice, but it takes over anyway. I said, what do I do with it? Well, you should have asked me, even I know what to do with it. Well, most people said pesto. Other people said... Put it in a salad. Put it on a... Just chop the leaves and put them on a salad. Yes, definitely. Some people tell me uh, pea, and, pea and pesto, pea and uh, garlic pesto risotto. That sounded yeah. nice. And uh, anyway, so what I did, I just... Oh, God, it took me about an hour because it, I got this recipe. Someone kindly sent me a recipe for pesto. I thought, I'm going to do it. 150 grams. I thought, well, that's not a lot. 
took me about two hours. Why? What did you do? Because I had to cut off all the leaves, and leaves don't really weigh anything. So I had I had the weighing scales outside, sat on my backside with a pair of scissors, cutting off cutting off all my leaves over there. Mm. And uh, finally, I don't know how long later it kept, it it got to one hundred and fifty gram. But that mate, look how much pesto I've made. That to me is my boys would eat that on one bowl of pasta. Would they? Yeah. I, taste I it. think I might make some. some oh God, honestly, it's, it's, your your breath will stink. We put it on. It's Jesus. I know, but that's just from the leaves and one tiny little clover. It's strong, cat. I'm warning you. Load of palms. Oh. Oh, Load of God. Oh, oh my God. I know. Oh. Well, tell you what, though, it's bloody nice. Oh, so I've made my first ever pesto, but this is how long since I've last made anything. I'd bought um, a, a blender. Yeah. I've never used it. So I had to I had to spend half an hour really thoroughly washing the blender first. It had like daddy long legs in it. Oh, oh. It had like a film of dust. It had a bit of grease. I just found it underneath. You know, in that pile of crap that you put things you've bought and never used. Yeah, the bread maker. The bread maker. The bread maker corner. Oh, the juicer. And I, and I did it. I was, I'm so proud of myself. What do you think about that? I do. I actually make pesto quite a lot. Sorry. Do you know what I do? So my sounds so boring, isn't it? I mean, this is the, literally the only thing I make. Yeah, but do you get it from your garden? They'd be ridiculous. Well, I get it from you your garden. No, you can, get, you can have some. Do you want some? Not particularly. No, sorry. I would. I would. I would. I would. Um, if you have, if you have, um, uh, like an old bag of salad that's seen better days in the fridge. Not an iceberg lettuce, but a bag of you know, like the green. mixed leaves sort of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Put it in pesto. I didn't know that. You can put anything. And I also, pine nuts are exceptionally expensive. And so I use any old nuts. So I use uh, the cheapest nuts, which are normally walnuts. It makes very, very... That's it, funny you should say that, because that pesto has probably cost me more than if I'd, I don't know, yeah. had it hand foraged yeah. in via Harrods. Uh, because you've got to buy your cheese. You've got to buy your pine. Yeah, but palm, the price of parmesan. It's quite a lot. And also, I needed more cheese than it said. Okay. Yeah, you'll get used to doing it. I don't measure anything either. I just chuck it yeah, in. Yeah, you'll chuck it in and know what I'll you're doing. I'll chuck it in. Garlic, lemon juice, um, and nuts. And I, I do frozen spinach. Uh, loads of things. Oh. Or, or fresh spinach as well. Fresh spinach. Oh, and basil. I, I should have diluted it with something like yeah. that because it's... Yes, you should have done right next time. You didn't, didn't do tell it again. Me that in the recipe, spinach and garlic. But spinach I feel, and garlic would be I feel so proud of myself. I feel like I've turned, we've turned into Tom and Barbara from The Good Life. Do you know what that'd be really nice in? What rice? Just rice. Right, have rice. Have it if you did a roast chicken and have rice, and then made that also into a dressing. You can put some more olive oil, put more olive oil and make it into a into a looser dressing oh, over the top. Thank yeah. you very much. You're for welcome. That. That's it. My work here is done. Literally, oh. I, don't ask me about anything else because that's my that's my one. Recipe. Just pesto queen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. It's a wrap, Woo! everyone. Thank you for listening to Been There, Done That. Got the podcast. Got a stat for you. Oh, I love a stat. Our pod has now had a quarter of a million downloads. Shut the front door. That is really good. So I know I've said this before, but downloads is not the same as just liking. Downloads is somebody's taken the time and the trouble 
to listen to us wanging on for 50 minutes or Good so grief. every single week. That's a lot. 250,000 of you have done that. That's amazing. And we've only been going, I don't think we've been going eight months. That's amazing. Well done us. Woohoo. Thank you to you. Thank you. And if you do enjoy our company, please recommend us to your friends. And we're going to put out a little how to download us video for all those who struggle with technology. What you don't know is that Maz and I actually have to now learn this because we had a meeting the other day with someone and they said uh well most people download your pod on apple and i said sorry yeah. I, I, what do you mean i said what do you i said what do you mean and they said well you know download apple i said i don't i don't know I, I had absolutely no idea what you're talking about well and i like to point out that if you've got an apple smartphone which a lot of people have what an iphone and you have an and apple, i have an apple smartphone should i have just said an iphone possibly <laughs> Anyways, it's me, it's me up with the technology. Yeah. You just like swipe a couple of times and it's all already inbuilt. It's like a purple symbol with a microphone on it. That's where you get your podcasts. Never seen it, never knew it. I get them on Spotify. Yeah, you see, you can get it on Spotify, but you're paying Apple, for them on Spotify. So Apple's free. Apple's free. We're free. Right, so we are going to learn this. We're going to do gonna this. do a demo. I can't, it, a it'll, demo. Be, it'll go very smoothly, I'm oh, sure. Oh, God, it'll be so professional. Yeah, and anyway, don't forget as well, our Monday mini pod. We'll see you then. Yeah, I'm not saying together. it. No, absolutely not, no. Bye. Bye.